Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Have some fun on a Tuesday, on a Valentine's Day, a day of love. We will address that here in a second. We have a brand new presidential candidate. We have another mass shooting the communists pounced on. We have somebody, Kathy Hochul, being accused of being out of touch. A teenage girl mental health crisis. The old bipartisan amnesty bill is in the works already and so much fun tonight on the world famous Jesse Kelly show. Let's address this right out of the gates before I get to the whole Nikki Haley thing. Jesse, I'm a Valentine's Day hater. This is from a woman, by the way. It's so lame. The roses, the pink, everything, the gifts, barf. My husband thinks I'm the lame one for hating it. There's something fake and cheesy about it. Can you settle this? I want to raise my boys, right? Uh, they ask why I don't like the lovely, the loveliest holiday, and I can't explain. I just do help. Well, allow me to explain something. I'm going to explain 
how I am versus how I should probably be, and maybe you'll relate. I, because I'm a bad person, I see a lack of it. I assign a lack of importance to things that aren't tangible, to symbolic things. And this is what I mean. Like today, Valentine's Day, for example, I get this email. And I'll tell you, 100% agree. It all feels kind of forced. It's Valentine's Day. All that means is the restaurants are going to be packed. It's super expensive and with a limited menu. The jewelry stores are going to make a fortune. It seems like one big put on. I don't get it. But if you're like that, let me clarify, we're probably wrong. The truth is symbolism matters to many, many, many people. The majority of people. It stirs something in people. It moves something in people. And cold-hearted jerks like me and this Stein who wrote into the show probably should acknowledge that we are cold-hearted. We can't help that. That's how the good Lord made us. We're cold-hearted, and days like today can be used as, as an excuse to do something symbolic. So that's my Valentine's Day thoughts. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Always keep in mind on Valentine's Day and every other you day. You know, freedom is not free. Now, finally, let's move on to the issues. Let's move on to the big story of the day. Nikki Haley. Former South Carolina governor Nikki Haley has entered the presidential race. And you're going to have to strap on for a few because there's some good, good, there's some good meat here for us to discuss and unpack. Oh, oh, I forgot to mention. You remember yesterday when I went off about the Black National Anthem thing really briefly and I gave my thoughts on it? One of my buddies, Adrian Norman, disagrees with me, thinks it should be played, thinks it's no big deal, and he's going to argue with me on air 20, 30 minutes from now. So that'll be interesting, a little different perspective. I think that'll be fun. It's always a good time. Now back to Nikki Haley because – the announcement came today. She's running for president. Republicans have lost the popular vote in seven out of the last eight. Yeah, I don't really care. Anyway, she's running for president. And I hear a ton of this today. She has no chance. Jesse, why is she doing it? Jesse, I don't understand. Jesse, she's going to get blown out by Trump. Jesse, she's going to get blown out by Hedy D. She's going to get 2% of the vote. She's going to get this. She's going to get that. She's going to get all these other things. Jesse, why, why, why? She has no chance. Why? This is stupid. Why? She's going to pull votes from here. Why, 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 why? Pause on that for a second. Take that Nikki Haley story and fold it up and put it in your little back pocket for a moment. Let me tell you a little story. <sighs> One of the things I have discussed in my adult or discovered, I should say, in my adult life is that rich people, people with significant wealth, they live lives that are separate from our lives, separate from the lives of normal people. And I'm not saying that in a bad way. I'm not putting them down. But you remember what money really buys you, what it truly buys you is access more access, more access than you have, more access than I have. Access to what? Everything. Better food, better booze, better cars, better house, better medical care, hotter chicks, better travel, private travel, first class travel, better clothes, better sunglasses, 
It buys you access to luxury box seats while you and I are in the nosebleeds. It buys you access. Now, this is all going to tie back to Nikki Haley. Stay with me. This is back when I was working construction and I was making good money. I think I was making like 60 grand a year or something like that. But one of my buddies, he was, we came up together and he was just one of these super hardworking, super genius entrepreneurial types. The type of guy, type of girl, maybe you knew somebody like this. Maybe you know someone like this in high school while I'm getting together with my buddies on a on a Friday night and we're going to, I don't know, go light bags of poop on fire and put them on people's doors and then ring the doorbell. He's coming up with a new idea for a t-shirt company he's going to start at the age of 16. Just one of those guys that's always got something new started and everyone knew. Everyone knew, oh, he's going to be rich, going to be super rich. And of course, super rich in his 20s had started two or three different companies that did well and he was worth millions. And we were gabbing one day about this stuff. And he told me that he had an upcoming conference. He wasn't bragging, by the way, not putting my buddy down, but he, was, he wasn't bragging, but he told me about this conference he had to have, like a business conference. Now, what do you think of when I say business conference? You think of the same thing everyone else thinks of. The standard business conference your company makes you go to. It's it's in the the it's in it's in the big the big theater room conference room. I'm sorry, the big ballroom of the courtyard by Marriott that your company rented out for a thousand dollars. You got to go sit in it for two days and hear all these seminars you have to pay attention to, and you're crossing your fingers that there's free beer that night and that the pretty girl from accounting is going on the business trip. I know what it is. I I, I know, I know. This isn't the same kind of conference. You know what his conference was? I re- I'm still dumbfounded at the story, just these introductions to the rich world that I've had. This is what his conference was. It costs money to get in. No, it didn't. It didn't cost the $500 entry fee your company paid to get in. Do you know what his entry fee to enter this conference was? $5 million. Five million dollars to walk in the door. I'm sitting there. I still remember I'm sitting there sitting, looking at this. I'm hearing this story and my jaw is dropping open. And so obviously I'm asking, yeah, I'm picking my jaw up off the floor, Chris. So I'm asking probing questions. This is all going to come back to Nikki Haley and why people run for office. Just stay with me here. So I start, I'm asking, okay, uh, why? What, what, what are they handing out gold bars there? It's, it's the whole thing sponsored by Oxford Gold Group where they're just going to deliver large quantities of gold and silver for your $5 million? Why? Why? And he said, well, no, no, they don't hand out anything tangible. And keep in mind, this wasn't held in a like ballroom-type setting at the Courtyard Marriott. It was held in one of the elite resorts in Las Vegas, if I remember right, Las Vegas, and it was just a gigantic conference room. There were less than 20 people in attendance. I think there were 15. Okay, so what what are you guys doing in there? What are you discussing? What are you getting out of this? $5 million, that's quite a check to write. Never seen $5 million in my life. Did it pay off? I asked him. And he said, well, here's what it is, Jesse. We sit in a room. All young, hotshot, rich entrepreneurs. And yes, we exchange numbers. We exchange text messages. We exchange different ideas. Hey, what about this idea? Hey, you want to go in on this idea with me? You want to do this and that? And he said, there's huge financial benefit from that. But the real benefit comes from this conference, this exclusive little conference, word getting out 
that you attended the conference. I went. Almost think of it like a, he didn't get one of these because I asked. Almost think of it like a badge or a patch you get. You get to sew it on your suit jacket. I attended Rich Guy Conference in Vegas. That's what he gets. And I'm looking at him and I'm saying, okay, did it pay off? And I remember the look on his face. Almost, it, it was like a scoff. But he's my buddy. He didn't mean it disrespectfully. It was, oh, Jesse, it paid off several times over. Because once word got out that you were some young hotshot who could afford and were willing to stroke a $5 million check just to go mingle with other young hotshots, and word got out that you were even invited, let alone attended, this young hotshot conference, business opportunities would begin to fall in your lap. He said, my biggest problem after that was figuring out who to say yes to and who to say no to. I've got an investment opportunity here. I've got an idea here. I have something we should do there. I had opportunities coming out of my ears. Best $5 million I ever spent. That's what he told me, which that's pretty cool, right? Spend $5 million. Now, what does any of that story have to do with Nikki Haley? with Tim Scott, with all the people who are going to run for office against Trump and heavy D. I will explain in just a moment. Perhaps though, perhaps my buddy would have been happier instead of those business opportunities. If Oxford gold group had sponsored the thing because Oxford gold group, they would have been happy to deliver all the gold and silver to the conference. He could possibly hold the same way they'll deliver gold and silver to your front door. Not some piece of paper somewhere, hard gold and silver. As the war planes circle America and the food supply of the world is under attack, it might be a good time to get something of tangible value the government can't ruin. Oxford Gold Group will take care of you. They'll put it in your 401k too, in your IRA. They will take care of you. Protect what you've earned. You earned your money. Protect it. 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-GOLD. Tell him Jesse told you to call. I'll finish my story next. Truth. Attitude. Jesse Kelly. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Tuesday, a very special Tuesday. Why? I actually don't have any reason that it's special. I just thought, what, Chris? It sounds better for radio if you say the day is special. That's why it's... You know what? It is special. Why? Because I'm here, Chris. Journalist Jesse is here. And name me a better time than name this. Name me a time. Name me a time. Back to my story about Nikki Haley. So I, I gave you some story in case you're just joining us. Nikki Haley's running for office. People want to know why. She doesn't have a chance. What's she doing? And I gave some story about a business buddy of mine who paid millions of dollars just to go to a conference where he made millions of dollars back just from the networking and opportunities that came from it. Now, here's something that's going to sound a little gross. Got to make you feel a little icky. Nevertheless, it's reality, and we deal in reality on this show. Not your mommy's show, your daddy's show. It's my show. Branding. Branding? It's one of these things, if you're not a person in the public eye, and there's about a 99.9% chance you're not, you don't want to hear about it. It sounds gross. You don't understand it. Honestly, I believe it sounds gross too, but it's reality. Here's the reality. A public person of any kind, 
a politician, former politician, movie star, football player, radio host, world-famous author, get the Anti-Communist Manifesto at jessekellybook.com, by the way. Whoever you are, if you're in the public eye, your money and power comes from the size of your brand. It's a huge part of where your money and power come from. You want your brand to get bigger. So, look, let's make it about me, as long as we're going super gross. Let's say there are 50 people who know who Jesse Kelly is now. Obviously, I know that it's bigger than that, but let's just use this as an example. <laughs> Chris, yeah, a little bit bigger. Okay, so let's say there's 50 people who know who I am. Well, if I can take that number from 50 people to 100 people, then what I've done is I've doubled my opportunities that are out there that might come my way. Maybe, maybe next time I write a book, if I ever do, and I don't know that I ever will write another one, maybe next time it'll sell twice as many copies as this one. Why? Twice as many people know who I am. Maybe I've doubled my employment opportunities. Not that I have anything else I want to do or that I feel that there's some promotion, but uh, what if, uh, what if uh, Hollywood Studios, is there such a thing as Hollywood Studios? MGM Studios, that's a thing. MGM Studios. What if... They, the studio executives eventually get word of, the, who is this Jesse Kelly guy? Wow, this is interesting. Let's make a biography about this journalist's life. It's journalist. I'm and now. Kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But you see what I mean? Opportunities come my way the bigger my brand gets. People run for president who have no chance at winning because it will increase the size of their brand if they can make it onto the GOP primary debate stage. That is the goal. The goal is not to win. The goal, Nikki Haley is not under any impression she's going to win at all. She knows the same numbers you know. She's rolling her eyes the same way you are. She'll act like she is. Nikki Haley's goal is to get on the debate stage with Donald Trump and Heavy D and anyone else there and have a good debate and make a couple of great points because if 50 people know who Nikki Haley is today, she has a brand, a small one, a smaller one, but it is a brand. If 50 people know who she is today, by the time she's done getting her teeth kicked in by Trump or DeSantis in the primary, that number will be 100. That number will be 200. And all of a sudden, Nikki Haley has opportunities and wealth that come her way that never would have come her way had she not been a presidential candidate on the debate stage on NBC. ABC, CBS. If Nikki Haley's written a book, I'm sure she probably has. She's probably going to write another one. The next one will sell double what the first one sold. Why? I saw her on TV. Now, because you're a hardcore, this probably doesn't apply to you. So it's hard for us to understand, but it does apply to other people. There are many, many millions and millions of Americans who don't know who Nikki Haley is, but they will by the time next year rolls around. Opportunities come her way. What if Trump wins the primary? What if Nikki Haley at one point in time, she'll run for a while and then eventually she's done what she can do? What if she backs out and endorses Trump or backs out and endorses Heavy D? Well, remember, there's always a backroom deal there. It's illegal, but every single candidate and every party does it. There's always a backroom deal there. Hey, just drop out and endorse me and you can be uh, <clears throat> Secretary of State. You think Secretary of State would be a good idea for somebody's brand? One of the most powerful, prestigious positions on the planet. It's something they're going to carve into your gravestone. 
Do you think a failed run for presidency is worth it if you get to be Secretary of State? What about a hot cable news gig? Half a million, million a year working for Fox News. You think that makes it worth it? So don't be confused why these also-rans run for office. All right? They run because it's good for the brand. That's what Chris brought up, Mayor Pete. The rear admiral, that's what happened to him. Had no chance, was getting 2% of the whole vote the whole time. He's too gay to get the black vote. He was never going to work at all. But Mayor Pete cut a nice little deal with Biden. Hey, drop out, endorse me. We got a transportation secretary gig for you. Now, Mayor Pete's on TV every single Sunday, increasing his brand, increasing his notoriety, increasing the next book sale, increasing the next percentage in the next Democrat primary. That's why you're seeing what you're seeing. It has nothing to do with can win, can't win, none of that other stuff. That's why you're seeing what you're seeing. Now, what do I think about Nikki Haley? Oh, I have a strong thought about Nikki Haley. You're going to have to wait about 15 minutes for that because Adrian Norman is going to join me next. He disagrees with me about the whole black national anthem playing at the Super Bowl thing. He's a friend of mine. We're going to disagree, but I want you to hear a different perspective. Hang on. Take a load up, They say health is wealth, and I couldn't agree more. That's why if you're living with, dealing with everyday aches and pains, I'm going to tell you about Relief Factor. Relief Factor is a daily drug-free supplement that was developed by doctors looking for a way to fight pain naturally. Relief Factor uses a unique formula of natural ingredients like turmeric and omega-3s that all work together to help reduce or eliminate everyday pain. It's not just a pill that masks pain. Relief Factor Factor helps support your body's response to inflammation wherever you're experiencing it. Your back, your neck, joints, even your muscles. If pain is affecting your life, here's what you can do. Go to relieffactor.com or call 1-800-4-RELIEF. That's 1-800-4-RELIEF. Get their three-week quick start kit. It's only $19.95 and it comes with a feel better or your money back guarantee. Don't let pain tell you how to live. Fight back naturally and feel the difference of Relief Factor. Mike Lindell and MyPillow no longer have the support of big box stores or shopping channels the way you may have shopped for their products in the past. MyPillow have found themselves as part of this cancel culture. Because of this and the change in retailers, they want to pass the savings directly on to you. To get you familiar with other products, they are having a $25 extravaganza with the promo code JESSE. Two-pack multi-use MyPillows, just $25. MyPillow sandals, $25. Their six-piece towel set, you guessed it, 25 bucks. And for the first time ever, the premium my pillows with all the new Giza fabric, any size or loft level, just 25 bucks. Just go to mypillow.com and click on the radio listener special square for these $25 deals. Free shipping on orders over $75. Enter promo code Jesse or call 800-845-0544 for this amazing offer that won't last long. The 2024 election is upon us and the war on masculinity in America today is more blatant than ever. I want you to know that now is the time to choose strength and vitality over weakness and complacency. The problem is men's testosterone levels are off a cliff historically at an all-time low. And isn't that what the liberal elites want? A weak and docile underclass? Thankfully, the patriots at Chuck 
C-H-O-Q, are here to help real American men take back their right to proudly maximize their masculinity by boosting testosterone levels up to 20% over 90 days. Gosh, I've been on a chalk male vitality stack for like three years now. Oh my goodness, I feel incredible. Chalk is manufactured right here in the USA. Chalk's natural herbal supplements are clinically proven to have game-changing effects on your energy, Focus, mood, libido, maximize your masculinity at chalk.com. Use the code JESSE for a massive discount on any subscription for life. C-H-O-Q.com, code JESSE for lifetime savings on any subscription. Limited time offer, subscriptions cancelable at any time. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, and any song that bad can only mean one thing. My friend Adrian Norman, writer, commentator, failed to choose his intro music. Therefore, a Jesse Kelly Show rule is he gets the worst song we can find on short notice. I doubt he will make that mistake again. Now, before we get to Adrian and his lack of song choices, I fear it's only I feel it's fair to him and you for me to just recap yesterday the whole. Black National Anthem thing at the Super Bowl. I didn't spend a lot of time on it, two minutes on yesterday's show. What I said was simply, I think it's crap that we have all these separate things because it keeps us separate as a society. We can't have celebration of America. Oh, and black America. Oh, and gay America. And it divides us. Whatever you feel about it, it divides us. It creates division, not unity. Adrian disagrees with me. Totally fine with that. The floor is yours, sir. What's going on, Jesse? Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it, man. Of course. Yeah, so uh, I understand the, uh, the the arguments that were made yesterday and that are made pretty much every year, every time the Lift Every Voice and Sing is, is sung at a political event or at a uh, more often a, a sporting event. But I think that the reason that people are offended is it's, it's, it's being removed from its historical context. This, this isn't a song about division. It's not about some sort of separatist movement. It's not being weaponized by the, the woke crowd or anything like that. It, it's simply a, uh, a song that was, you know, first sang back in 1900, dedicated to a Republican president, Abraham Lincoln. And, and uh, you know, it, it's something that's meant to, to sort of unite and be a cry for, for equality during a time when black people weren't considered fully American. This has nothing to do with uh, creating division right now or any political statement or anything of that nature. And it's not really divisive until people start uh, complaining about the song and taking it out of the context that, it, that, that it's in. Okay. That's very, but can I make this argument? Isn't it not divisive to you, but when we have to do a tribute to America's past sins before we play the national anthem as a, at a, as a Super Bowl or at a Super Bowl, can't I see that as being divisive to me in an attempt to divide? Historical context aside, that's why they played it. It wasn't played because it was a hymn. We know those godless savages in the NFL would never play a hymn. They're not playing Amazing Grace. 
They played it because it's known as the Black National Anthem. Well, it's known as a hymn. I mean, this has been sung for for decades. I mean, come on, man. It's more, more than an entire generation. And, 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 you know, it may be new to some people, just like Juneteenth is new to some people who didn't hear about it until last year or a couple of years ago. But within a black community, this has been a thing for a very, very long time. I mean, even in my younger days and in college and then, you know, junior high and going back as far as I can remember, it, it's always been a thing that, that has been a part of the culture. So just because other people are just now, you know, kind of getting hip to it doesn't mean it hasn't always been a, a fixture. And again, I would encourage people to see it in the context that it was uh, meant when it was written and how it's been part of the American historical legacy all this time. And again, it has nothing to do with, with division or wokeness. Um, how many songs were sang that day before the Super Bowl? They sang, what, three or four different songs? This is the only one that people have a problem with? You know, and, and, and it just, the problem is being created by the, the people who want to see the song as being divisive, and I don't believe that's the actual intent. And it, well, it, I think a proper way to sort of look at this, and, and Republicans are missing a huge opportunity here. You know, after every election cycle, we sit back and we say, we, we do our autopsies and figure out what we did right and what we did wrong. And one of the questions that comes up is, why don't more black people vote Republican? Well, this is part of the reason why. Whenever something comes up, and pop culture that that references something that is positive for African Americans. A lot of times, Republicans have a response that suggests, and I know this isn't true, by and large, it's not true, but Rep- Republicans react in a way that suggests that they just do not like black people and it's a bad look. It dis- you're disenfranchising voters by having these reactions and and shunning and pushing people away from the party who you could have as allies in this fight for much bigger causes and things that we need to be worried about right now. Look what's happening with the, with the farmland across the country right now. Look what's happening with Russia and China and this crazy Biden administration, right? We have much bigger fish to fry, and our energy would be better spent worrying about those things instead of a 100-year-old him. And also, it would be a lot easier to fight those battles if we had a bigger army. And at some point in the near future, you're going to need those voters for that army. Okay, now th- th- that was all excellent. That that's an excellent point, but I still come back to this. So that was the only song that was meant. You said there were several songs played. I I, I don't know. I wasn't watching, but it's normally America, the beautiful Star Spangled Banner. That song was played specifically for Black America. Do you feel? And it's fine if you do. You're black. I'm not. Do you feel that Black America should get a special shout out at? American sporting events versus everyone else. They deserve their special one. I guess that's part of why that's part of the reason I don't like it. I think the American flag is what unites everybody, right? That's our spangled banner, but no, we have to have that. Oh, and a shout out for black America, maybe a gay flag too. Doesn't that create division? I disagree with the premise of your argument, man. Okay. I don't don't think it's a song for black people. I mean, this, this was, this has been supported since its creation by an, an, an interracial collective, it's not just a black song. It's open to everyone. It's welcome for everyone in every interracial group. You know, it spoke of hope and, and the, uh, the, the desire for African-Americans to be first-class citizens. And this, a lot of times, and, and, and let me say this as well. Um, I don't know what your audience is, but just as a, as a side note, I fully understand why it is that white Americans are so sensitive right now about race issues? Because you guys are getting dragged every single day, all day by the left. You're being told that you're racist for things that happened before you were born. You're told that just because of your skin color, 
that you're automatically an oppressor and that other people are automatically oppressed. It's unrelenting. It's painful to watch, man. And I see it all day, and it's completely unfair. But I think the, the worst thing you could possibly do is overreact and make things racial that aren't and give the left ammunition to make you look racist in moments where you're actually not. And I see that that's what's happening right now. I was arguing with a friend of mine about this yesterday. She's a progressive, and she was, she was using this. She was using the reaction of Republicans over this song to claim that all Republicans are racist, which, again, is not true, right? But, again, you have to remember this is a perception game, and, and I feel like the people who are complaining about this song created an issue when there wasn't one. At no other time do, do, do we have fights over this song. It's only when... when Certain people on the right flip out on social media and on television and say it's devices that this ever becomes an issue. It's a manufactured crisis of your own making. Adrian Norman, where can people get more of your stuff, brother? Uh, you can yell at me on Twitter under Adrian <laughs> Norman DC. <laughs> all, of, all of my writing is over at Tim Pool's website at TimCast.com. TimCast.com. Go read his stuff. Do not yell at him on social media. I asked him to come on to give us perspective. Go follow the man. I appreciate you, man. Hey, thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. All right. Now, I brought up one final thing here on the whole Nikki Haley thing, which is the major story of the day. People are asking me. I've showed up to emails all over the place. Well, do you support it? Do you like her at all? Do you? Do, is this the way you need to go? No, I absolutely, you know, I, I've said I want everyone in the primary, that I'm not on anyone's team. I want someone to go earn my vote. Nikki Haley cannot possibly earn my vote. You know that? Nikki Haley did something. She did the one thing that you can do that will mean I will never, ever, ever support you under any circumstances. I flat out oppose her nomination. Why? I will explain why in a moment. And then we're going to talk. You didn't think that gas stove thing was gone, right? Why is it still going forward? Kathy Hochul's in the news today. Why is that still going forward? I'll tell you why I oppose Nikki Haley, and I'll tell you why the Kathy Hochul gas stove ban is still moving forward. But first, I'm going to tell you 150. 150. That's the number of babies' lives preborn saves every single day. Wrap your mind around that. 150 people are alive today who wouldn't have been had it not been for preborn, And they'll do it again tomorrow and the next day and the next day. They do this by finding women who are planning on aborting their baby. Remember, these women are already trying, they're fi- trying to find a place where they can get an abortion. And preborn simply says, hey, how about a free ultrasound first? You want to hear that heartbeat first? Overwhelmingly, when a woman says yes, they choose life. You are the one who does this. You and preborn. $28 buys that woman that ultrasound that saves that life. 140 bucks buys five of them. Preborn.com slash Jesse. Go save a life tonight. Preborn.com slash Jesse. May I suggest saying a little prayer while you donate? Preborn.com slash Jesse. Why do I oppose Dickie Haley? Next. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. We still have more than two hours to go, and then it's time for you to go off with your lovey-lovey on Valentine's Day and take her out to Red Lobster and treat her right tonight. 
Remember, you can email the show, jesse at jessekellyshow.com, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Final word on this whole thing, this whole Nikki Haley thing. Because remember, I'm the guy that I want everyone to get in. All of you get in, throw poop at each other, argue. I want the toughest candidate. So why in the world would I come out immediately and oppose Nikki Haley and say she will never have my support? Not that it matters. She's not going to go anywhere anyway. Well, we all have our thing. And I'm not telling you how to think, all right? Maybe you're, maybe you're wearing your Nikki Haley t-shirt as we speak. But we all have our thing that for, for important things in life, we need you to achieve X to have the bare minimum. When we, were, when we were looking for new staff for the show, it was just me and Chris. We needed to staff up. We, had to, we, we were out there hunting for somebody. Before we found Michael, I have a thing. You have to be on time. It's just a big thing of mine. It's a bare minimum. We had it narrowed down. There were all these candidates who, of course, wanted to work with a world-famous author. But there were all these candidates who wanted to work here. And we had it narrowed down to three. First guy, I liked him okay. Second guy was Michael. Liked him a lot. So, okay, that's good. And now we're this, this, man, this might be really hard. Third guy, five minutes late. Five minutes late. Boom. Didn't have the job before he ever walked in the door. Now, that's not your, that's have to be your personal thing. That's my personal thing. A bare minimum qualification. As you can probably guess, it's a fairly uh, <clears throat> laissez-faire a- uh, atmosphere here around the studio. It's just us, no suits, just me, Chris, and Michael. No one else here. We do pretty much whatever we want, whatever we want. We eat like kings. We drink beer. We have fun. We laugh. We screw off. But you have to show up on time, and you have to perform. Those are my only two requirements. It's the old John Madden football coach thing. What was his? Show up on time, play like hell. That's all he cared about. He didn't care if you were smoking cigarettes in the locker room. Show up on time and play. But that's my bare minimum. My bare minimum for GOP politicians is this. This is a requirement for me. I'm not saying it's a requirement for you, but for me. You cannot bow to the communist rage mob. It is my bare minimum requirement. Why is that a requirement of mine? Because we live in an environment now where the system is so loud and so powerful between the media and Hollywood and social media and the government, the administrative state, and every part of the system now. And the drop of a hat from COVID to St. George Floyd to whatever the next thing is, they can whip up an outrage tornado in the drop of a hat. Without a moment of hesitation, it can be, they can create it out of thin air or they can use it as a tangible thing, but they can create it. And if you are a human being who will feel that heat and bend the knee, you're never going to make it. The swamp is going to eat you alive because they know the second they even, the second they even get a whiff of that kind of weakness in you. It's like going to a huge school of sharks in the ocean and just chucking a bunch of blood and guts and chum in the water. The second they think, man, if we ride this person hard enough, we get them to do whatever we wanted. Remember the whole Brett Kavanaugh debate? Do you remember? Do you remember the senator they focused on? Did they, did those crazy protesters who were trying to stop Kavanaugh, did they go after uh, Rand Paul? Did they go after Ted Cruz? Mike Lee, huh, they didn't, did they? They left those guys alone. Who did they go after? 
Jeff Flake, the most pathetic, spineless, weak-kneed GOP politician in 50 years, and that is saying something. Who did they pin down in an elevator? Remember they had that hag screaming at him and Jeff Flake sitting there soiling his granny panties. Please stop yelling at me. He looks so uncomfortable just because some communist hag was screaming at him. It almost cost Brett Kavanaugh the nomination. I've told you that story before. Jeff Flake switched his vote after that. He had to be threatened to switch it back. That's reality. Dylan Roof, some racist piece of trash who hated black people in South Carolina. This is back in 2015 goes and attends prayer meetings with all these sweet black ladies. He goes in and kills a bunch of them because, well, he's a demon. And so the communists did what the communists do every time. It's what Joe Biden and the rest of them are actually currently doing after that Michigan State shooting last night. Remember, they didn't care about the black woman. You could kill a million black women. The Democrats wouldn't care. The communist only cares to the extent he can use it to punish his political opponents. That's all he cares about. So they went thumbing through Dylan Roof's social media account, and eventually they found a bunch of pictures with him and the Confederate flag. That's always spicy, isn't it? The Confederate flag. Anytime you bring up the, the Civil War, Confederate flag, it always creates emotions in people. Probably has emotions created in you now. And so what'd they do? They immediately went after the fact that the Confederate flag was represented in the South Carolina Capitol. Over and over and over again. They're hounding Nikki Haley. Why is it there? Why is it there? Tear this down. Why is it there? Are you a racist? Are you a Nazi like Dylan Roof? Why is it there? What's it there? And to eventually, headline from 2015, NBCnews.com. Governor Haley signs bill removing the Confederate flag. Quote, may we never forget the actions that those people took to get us to this point today. Now you see, you may hear that and you may think that's some kind of an argument for flying the Confederate flag at the South Carolina Capitol. I don't give a crap what flag flies at the South Carolina Capitol. Fly it, don't fly it, doesn't matter to me. Confederate, South Carolina flag, fly the Union Jack for all I care, doesn't matter to me. I don't care what flies at your state capitol. That's not the point. The point is this. If they can ride Nikki Haley into getting down on her knees and begging for forgiveness, if they can ride her into action on that, tell me how Nikki Haley is going to deal with the new outrage that comes every single 24 hours if, God forbid, she was ever elected president of the United States of America. For me, not saying it has to be this way for you, for me, if you want to be a GOP politician who represents me, you have to prove you will not bow under any circumstances. Now, if you wanted to hold a vote like today, like 2023, if the people of the state wanted it and they pushed the politicians that way and they voted to remove some flag, that's fine. It wasn't removed to bow to the outrage mob. If you bow to the outrage mob, you've proven already everything I need to know about how you'll perform. If we have a job interview, we're hiring here at the Jesse Kelly Show, and you can't be bothered to show up on time, you've proven everything you need to prove to me about your ability to work here for a world-famous author who's selling the Anti-Communist Manifesto at jessekellybook.com for pre-order today. What, Chris? You have to let people know about the book. All right, I didn't get to this Kathy Hochul thing, so I actually am going to get to that next. And then I made a prediction. And it has come true again. Hang on. 
Hollywood is under siege from external forces. The same Hollywood that sold the American dream is now making nightmares a reality. Many major films make choices to appease the Chinese Communist Party to be distributed in China. Join Tiffany Meyer, an investigative reporter in Hollywood Takeover. Brought to you by the Epic Times, where she reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free at hollywoodtakeover.com slash jesse. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.